0: another episode of the future positive podcast powered by Capitalize I'm your host Phil Hobden head of customer education and engagement at Capitalize and today I'm flying solo for this special interview edition of the future positive podcast this time out my guest is Charlotte Ng Charlotte has uh, started her career working for Naylor's Wintergill before moving to Sagal's working her way up to senior manager Charlotte was key in bringing on and implementing new technology for Segal's client base as the firm moved into the cloud space. In addition, in that time, she was a regular panelist and speaker for a range of accounting events across the UK. In 2021, she left sagar's to set up her own business, Pure Cloud Accountancy, which she continues to pioneer a cloud-based approach to supporting her client base. So, Charlotte, welcome to the podcast. Hi. Thank you for asking me to do this podcast. It's very exciting. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I look it's um we we go back a while right so like uh um, that's right we, we've we I've known you for a few years and and we we always kind of have a good chat when we uh we see each other and I I just thought I was thinking about people that other accountants would love to listen to or have got really interesting stories and I thought yours is a great story right so your journey and everything so I thought you'd be a great guest for the podcast brilliant thank you and uh, obviously, before we came on on, on on air, you were you were kind of um, telling us how you just come back from a holiday. And uh, so nice. Is it nice to be back in the cold and uh, horrible UK? Uh, it's
1: it's lovely to be back, obviously, you know, with this lovely weather. It's uh, not stopped raining since I got home and it's very cold in comparison to being on holiday. But, you know, yeah, glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it's uh yeah, to, to be fair, though, at least you, at least you had the holiday
1: no I feel very lucky it's the first one since
0: lockdown so uh, that is nice nice to get away yeah it's nice it's nice that people are starting to get out uh, and get away and, and do things I guess I guess for you kind of your your world's changed quite a bit over the past uh, kind of year and a half or so and obviously you've gone from working um for uh Sagars to, to setting up your own business so I'd be really interested to find a little bit about kind of that journey um you know what were the key steps and I guess how and and, and why it came about
1: yeah, so I guess um, I've always dreamed of, sort of being a partner in, a, in an accountancy firm or running my own business. Um, and so that was always my longer term goal. And with the pandemic, I think it gave me um, time to think about my future and what was important to me um, in a longer term basis. And I think that really helped me to make my decision in terms of starting up my own practice and working for myself. Um, So, you know, at first it was really quite um, a big decision and and quite scary, lots, lots to consider um but it, it was just sort of what I think I needed to do um you know for, for for my work-life balance which is what I wanted to improve as well um and that was important to me so I wanted to do what I love doing which is accountancy um but then have a nice work-life balance you know I do like my holidays and I like to you know I like to be able to go for a walk lunchtime and things like that so it just it, it, it all made sense really um You know, with with accountancy, historically, I don't think it would be as easy to set up a practice potentially without the cloud apps that are available because, you know, they open up the opportunities for smaller practices, whereas perhaps previously you'd need, you know, a really expensive licence and um, to commit to lots of clients on that licence. So so that that sort of meant that the barriers to entry were, were a lot easier to get in. Um, but in terms of the key steps, um, you know, it seemed like there were so many things on my long list um, that I had to do. But breaking it down, I suppose it was um, getting in touch with the Institute of Chartered Accountants and getting... By practicing about doing that, because again, you've never done that before when you're just working for somebody else. Um, it was getting the right insurance in place, making sure you've got the right cover, because I think, you know, you're going to be doing um, offering a service, but you also need to have insurance like like every business does. So that's another thing. Um, you, op- obtaining the first client as well, because you've got that massive worry of you're going to walk out of a job that's, you know, a regular salary every month. And you've you know, I'd not known anything different from when I had my first you know part time job at 16 and so um that was a big thing to secure the first client and it's sort of like working out what you can afford to live off as a minimum um and how much work you need to do so so obtaining that first client was was quite big um and then it was even deciding the company name you know I spent a while thinking what should I call it is this good enough you know you go through all that that kind of thing and brainstorming ideas
0: and you um, also have to check that no one else has got it right like, yeah you have to you, you can come up with a great idea and then you go onto google and go oh someone's already got that Damn there were so many
1: that I came up with and thought oh that's already gone you know but never mind I, I came up with a with a name that that i felt reflected the business and what what services i wanted to offer and things um and then yeah like deciding my target market who i was going to be working with um and again these things all seem quite daunting because you've never had to do this before um and then just choosing the app stack as well and and that's the beauty of setting up on your own you can choose what you want to do because you're in control and you're starting with a blank canvas so that was that was really good
0: so yeah it's interesting because I I, I've obviously worked with 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 large firms I've worked with with smaller firms and there's always it's a very different way of working and you're you're right in in larger firms sometimes you can get um not blockers per se but but it can be a much slower journey to implement and a much slower journey to to kind of change the way things are done it must give you a lot of freedom to be able to say look I want to try this I want to roll this out I want to use this and actually just be able to bring it to market
1: yeah that's right i mean with because obviously i've been in practice and and you know we've had lots of historic clients that have done things a certain way and, and that is really hard you can't you know it's difficult to change the way that clients work and the sort of team members work whereas when there is just myself at the moment um and I sort of starting out from scratch I can decide what works what doesn't work you know if if I t- if I sort of start using an app for example and it isn't working I can I can stop using that straight away and and implement something else and because I was starting off with a small number of clients as well. It was easy to implement different things and, and try these things out. Um, and, and, you know, it's not, you don't always get the right app to start with. Um, so I think that's the other thing you've got to know when you, when it's not working, so then you can just stop it and not waste any more time and then move on. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a lot easier without any anybody else to sort of make the decisions.
0: And I guess, I guess you also have to be a little bit more careful of, um, Kind of getting it, trying to do everything right because there's only you, so you can't you can't roll out ten new things at once.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's that it's going back to that list that I started with, I suppose, and and ticking those things off in in order of importance, and and remembering that you can't do everything all at once. You've got to just work through what's the most important thing, and and also I suppose it goes back to how if you're using an app, how many clients does it benefit? You need you need to benefit a lot of clients or the majority of them to make it worthwhile, rather than focusing on an app that say one client would use because it's too bespoke um and and really you're not going to see the benefit across the whole client base because ultimately you want to pick stuff that's going to help your clients prosper and, and and be efficient and successful in things and help them run their business
0: well that's kind of it's part of going back to your time at sagar's that's part of what you did there right like you you're one of the firms that when i was working at futurely you you kind of made that the default software across like all the clients, or was was moving towards making it the default software. So you you took that piece of software, rolled it out, and and kind of properly committed to it, and and made it a key piece of what you guys did. And I guess, I guess, so you talk about technology and 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 all that. So what are the key, what are the key innovations that have enabled you to be able to kind of go out there and set up on your own?
1: Yeah, so I think as I touched on earlier, I think there's lots of different apps out there in the accountancy marketplace that um, mean that small businesses like myself can start start up and offer that service. So, for example, um, you know, Zero and Dex, they're, you know, two of my core apps that I use. And those having those apps in place have enabled me to, well, firstly, run my business. But secondly, offer services that perhaps wouldn't have previously been able to be done. So, for example, bookkeeping, you know, it can be done at a cost effective rate for clients now because of the software um, and the way that it helps you, you know, prepare people's data. If you if you go back to sort of paper bag, uh, in, you know, receipts and paper bag days. It was just to work remotely on on a job like that and also to keep it up to date on a daily or weekly or even monthly basis in some circumstances, you know, it would be totally impossible to do, whereas, you know, my clients can look at zero daily or weekly, depending on what we've agreed, and, and they can see exactly what's in their bank, exactly what profit they're making, um, and look at the balance sheet at any given point in time to see who owes them money and, and who they owe money to. So, you know, those sort of tools are making um, the relationship with clients easier um, to maintain because you're having regular chats about their data. It's up to date and it's accurate. It's not historic, like perhaps
0: things would have been in the past. So, I always think um, obviously zero and and Dex are key to what you're doing. Um, what what other tech could you not live without? So I always think that so so for us a couple of weeks ago Slack went down globally, and I couldn't message anyone, and I just realised I couldn't get anything done. And I was sat there going, ah, I can't act. I need to phone people up, and I yeah. don't always have everyone's phone number. Normally I'd Slack someone and go, I'll oh, watch your phone, or I'd meet them on Hangouts or something. So yeah. what, what kind of other tech has, has been essential for you that you couldn't live without going out there and setting up on your own?
1: Yeah, so to be honest, um, WhatsApp and Slack are something I use with, with clients. Um, you know, I think in the modern world, everyone has a smartphone more or less. And, you know, emails, emails is, there's still a time and a place for emails, but a lot of communication can be done via WhatsApp and Slack. So I think that's um, you know those communication apps are really key for me. My practice management software is really crucial as well. You know it has all the client data all under one roof, manages deadlines. Um, you know it can be accessed remotely, so that is is key to the to the running of the business because um, everything's all in, under one roof, which is which is good. Um, in terms of other apps, you know, futurally is obviously um, good for reporting um which which is something that although i'm not using it on every client i am you know rolling that out um across clients so you know they're the sort of key apps i would say
0: excellent so, so you kind of you're you've kind of i'm assuming now um that you're kind of dealing to a, uh, very much with a different target market to those clients you would have dealt with at, at sagars now so so what are the key challenges that you're facing now supporting these businesses um in your own business and, and what are you seeing from smes at the key challenges that you're having to support them with
1: yeah so we're in a we're in a funny funny place at the moment now because we've, we've come out of the pandemic there's all sorts going on um so i suppose some of the key things uh you know with the cost of living going up there's, there's there's rising costs for businesses so it's it's really um looking at forecasting for clients So how are they going to sustain, um, you know, these these costs that are increasing while helping them remain profitable? So looking at forecasting and longer term things um, and looking at their budgeting. um, Still things like advising on apps. So is there anything that can be streamlined in their business to make them more efficient? Um, That's certainly important. Um, Then, you know, businesses that are Either investing or acquiring new businesses, um, perhaps need assistance with cash flow and funding requirements. So that's always key. Sort of monitoring that daily cash flow um, and seeing where the pinch points are, and if, if there's any solutions that we need to to help with. Um, and then yeah, it's just general um, keeping up with changes because gosh, there's a lot of changes all the time, isn't there? With tax rates and um, tax planning, so you know we've got the national insurance rate going up um at, in the 5th 6th of april this year by 1.25% so it's it's things like that keeping clients at breadth with with that and you know minimum wage is going up as well so there's lots to keep an eye on really and and to assist the clients with
0: so looking at kind of your business as your business what are the uh, what are the challenges you what are the kind of the biggest challenges you've had setting up By yourself after the other than that first client right so like the first client is always the biggest hurdle you get that first client on and then you're like oh actually this might work but kind of where 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 are your challenges and what what are kind of your successes i guess over that period
1: yeah so you're right um getting that first client you think god it's so daunting but actually under the belt it's like brilliant you know, I can do this. I've got this. Um, but yeah, the the big challenge is probably time and being a one person operation at the moment. Um, it's it's my time and the demand for it that um, that's that's obviously a, a keen thing to manage because you know you've got to, to look after all your clients um, well, do all the work all yourself, and do all the deadlines. So I'd say that's one of the big things. The other thing is just keeping abreast with changes. You know, there's nobody else to tell you all these things. So I'm, you know, reading quite a lot um, of things that come through on email and sort of looking online for it just to keep myself up to date. And and obviously, um, cloud technology changes uh, so so frequently. So you've got to keep a breath with what's happening um, with with all that um, and any changes that are going on. So I think they're probably my key challenges, really. Um, yeah.
0: And how about successes right so you've been you've been doing this for it's what eight nine months now
1: yeah that's uh no about seven months maybe about seven months okay. yeah so, so
0: what the kind of key key successes you've had that the that, that kind of that and, and where are the surprises been for you because that's always interesting right where are the things you've gone oh actually that bit was a that was a bit was easier and i thought that that bit's gone better than i thought it was gonna do yeah
1: actually i think it was getting clients and building new relationships with 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 new clients and things and actually thinking, actually I can do this and you know, I am okay on my own. And um yeah, the way that people have referred work to me has been has been lovely. You know, word of mouth has been has been brilliant. Still I don't have a an advertising strategy at the moment. I do have a holding page, but I don't have a website because I actually don't need one at the moment and um, the plan is I, I need one but um, I just haven't done that yet because it's not so so important in my list of things to do but yeah that's been really nice and the feedback that you get from people um, and, I, and what I would say is the support that I've had from lots of people as well which you just don't know and you don't expect any of it really and and actually i've been really overwhelmed with people's kindness and and support so that's that's been really good and i suppose the success is when you you know you get your first year-end accounts done or you get your tax return done for the client um and implementing new systems like um you know for the payroll i use bright pay um it's been great using that software and the way that it interacts with with clients so you know they've got a portal which is brilliant um so clients can access all their data anytime they want they can approve payroll requests and things like that so um I think yeah it's just it's been a really good journey and I think what I would say so far is that I love getting up every day to work and I think that is what cements it for me that I, I certainly made the right choice and um, that in itself is a big success point for me that so i'm i'm happy in what i'm doing and and um i enjoy every day
0: uh it's amazing that so few people can kind of uh can kind of put their hand on their heart and say that right that, that they get up yeah. and love what they do and um i think i think i think the thing that the thing that makes me laugh is you're like yeah i've done this because i want more f- i want to have like more freedom and uh kind of like have a better white work life balance and then you're like but i'm gonna have got all these clients on they've got me on whatsapp so it, it must be quite hard to balance that i guess My second to last question, because we have a standard question we ask all of our guests at the end of the podcast. But I guess my second to last question would be, there's a lot of accountants out there that are thinking of doing this. Um, I speak to a lot of accountants and a lot of them are like, I'd love to do this or I'd really like to go out there and kind of set up on my own. But, and there's always a but, what advice would you give another accountant out there in the market that's kind of thinking, actually, could I do this? You know, can I go out there and set up my own business?
1: I think um my advice would be to do it um you know I I I, you know there's lots of people that will support you and back you and I think once you've got that first client um it becomes easier and easier um once you've got everything in place there's, there's a lot of support from like the ICAW's website um and 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 everybody that you you know ex-colleagues friends you know they're all really supportive of your journey and and that's been the biggest thing for me because you know I had I had a few sort of sleepless nights wondering if I'd done the right thing but as soon as I I did it it felt daunting but it's the it's just it's just really nice when when you've got that first client and and you've sort of set the business up and it's going and I suppose just touching back on sort of yeah clients have got my my number on whatsapp and all that kind of stuff and i think you just i always worked as as if the clients you know were, were for me as well so you know i made sure that they got the best service they could and i was always available and i suppose um i still take that approach i've got my clients best interests at heart and i want them to get a good service and have the right advice from me um but what you know I've just been away for a week and all my clients have been really respectful of the fact that I was away they don't bother me on my personal number unless it's a real emergency and I think I think that's that's a nice working relationship because you know everybody understands that everybody needs a holiday and things and so they're not going to message you at unreasonable hours and and sort of you know harass you on holiday so yeah it's brilliant.
0: That's great and uh, it's, it's so nice to kind of um to, to see you having gone through this journey and be able to talk to you about it because I think yeah absolutely it's like seeing what you've done and, and how you've done it and and the approach you've taken has been brilliant so look thank you very much for joining us today the last thank question you. and it's the question we always ask all of our guests um and it's our future positive question so it's what excites you about the future and i guess this right now as we record this there's a lot going on in the world right and there's mm. a lot yeah a lot going on and it's i think it's important to look at kind of where there are positives and what what kind of people are looking forward to and what excites them so what excites you charlotte about about the future
1: um so from an accountancy and business related point of view um there is so many apps out there and so many different things that I want to look into and, and sort of bring into my business that I know that sort of the app stack isn't finished and the journey will continue. Um, and ultimately my goal is, you know, to help clients uh, become more efficient and, and free up their free time to have a better work life balance. So that's, that's very exciting for me. And, and also seeing where my business will go, um, cause I do have plans for it and yeah, it's, it's kind of watch this space. It's exciting for me. Um, and personally, um, I hope that, yeah, travel will be, be a bit more free now after we've had a couple of years of the pandemic. Um, so that's that's very exciting to be able to sort of enjoy enjoy holidays again.
0: And you can work anywhere, right? So we, we spoke to. Uh, exactly. Um... Alex from Soaring Falcon on the podcast not that long ago. And she's, she's effectively now moved her practice to Bali and she's working out there in on like, When we spoke to her, she was sat by a swimming pool. Um, so, so it's possible to go and work pretty much anywhere in the world and, and, and do what, what you do because of the technology and everything.
1: Absolutely. Yes. Well, that's that's my plan. I'm, I'm going to be away for three weeks at some point working um, in Portugal. So that'll be nice. Nice. Lovely.
0: Well, look, thanks, Charlotte. It's been great to talk to you today. So where can people find out more about you and kind of what you're doing at Pure Cloud Accounting?
1: yeah so um, if anybody wants to find out more I'm on LinkedIn as I said I have a holding page on a website at the moment a uh, website pending but if you've got any questions then just drop me um a message on on the website because there is a, a box where you can send inquiries to so um and yeah reach out on on
0: uh, LinkedIn if you've got any questions and, I, and I'm sure people will probably um, come across you at various shows and and bits and pieces over the uh, over the coming months. Uh, as always
1: yeah it's nice that i was at an event in december and it was nice that was the first one since a very long time so it's nice to be back to live events isn't it
0: oh, oh god's so nice <laughs> yeah Brilliant. absolutely um so look for those of you new to capitalize our vision is to give small businesses and their advisors transparency and control over business finance we want every small business to identify risks they may face explore how they stand from a credit perspective and choose the right funding that best fits their business for those of you who don't already you can subscribe to this podcast on apple Podcasts, on spotify on amazon music and all good podcast platforms and you can go back and listen to our complete back catalogue of episodes, including interviews with people from and across the accounting and accounting tech space. For more about the podcast and about Capitalise, please check out capitalized.com That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Charlotte, and I look forward to speaking to you next time out. Cheers. Bye-bye. <laughs>